Tonight, we will be watching Brink. The movie that, for a brief moment in time, did the impossible and made rollerblading cool. On Dizzy Channel Original Friendship. All right, well, we have a guest today. As we put our glass down, uh, this is Maria. She will be joining us uh, for Brink. Maria, say hello. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm super excited. <laughs> I'm very excited. This is our very, very first episode, and we're so happy to have Maria join us and to have the rest of you listening to us. Brink. Brink! So we're doing Brink, uh, premiered on the Disney Channel August 29th, 1998. I really like that you make it seem like this is just information you know and didn't just, like, Wikipedia. <laughs> I Wikipedia it and then I memorized it, which that's what learning is anyway. Yeah, I was just, I just love how you had learning. It's memorizing and spitting out facts. Ha. Ha. The more you know. Um, no, I just enjoyed how you said it. Like, just like, as we all know, Brink aired in August. 1998. I remember it like it was yesterday. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, Doesn't no. that make you guys feel old, It though? makes me feel so old. 18 years ago? 18 Almost years. 18. Now I feel even more old. Yeah. Yes, Brink stars Eric Von Detten, who was the golden boy of 1998. Total babe. Total babe. Total babe. Such, such a babe. Although, in Princess Diaries, I did not root for him because he seemed like an outrageous tool. Just a slimy jerk. Yeah, slimy jerk. But and he was still a babe, guys. And, and he, and, he and Mandy Moore, you guys, he may have been awful, but he was hella attractive. Um, and also, oh, we got to tell him about the drink. We, we have a themed drink tonight. Our drink is called The Brink, which rhymes and makes me so happy. Explain, explain the origin of The Brink. So we wanted to find a alcohol that alliterated well with Brink. And so at first we chose boo, uh, beer. And then we realized that beer didn't work quite well. So we decided on bottom shelf vodka. And fruit punch. And fruit punch, which seems kind of California-y and well, is Anthony, delicious. Well, Anthony told you that that was what the kids, they, yes. they drank. What the, what the kids Back those the day, days, they, the, the day. skaters, they drank bottom shelf booze and fruit and like oh like fruit, fruit punch or kool-aid yeah and it's very like yeah brah kind yeah. of thing hawaiian punch that was what <laughs> hawaiian it was punch. hawaiian punch so brink i'm talking so when we walked in today maya told us the origin of the story of brink which makes me laugh and that she just happened to have this information to share with us when we walked in the door so explain the origin of brink so brink is a book called hans brinker or the silver skates um, it's from the Netherlands, and it's a book, or it's a book about a um, a young impetuous youth named Hans Brinker who really wants to win this race for his disabled father and his little sister, so he can get a pair of silver skates and I guess money and whatever to save the day. And I'm really excited to see just from that description alone how close the movie Brink is. Um. So what do I, I, we were just discussing what we remember about Brink. Maria, what do you remember about Brink? The baggy clothes. The, oh, the baggy Do you guys remember the oh, baggy yeah. clothes? Oh, yeah. I do not miss that at all. Uh, so painful. The 90s were not a good time for youths and clothing. Yeah. No, not at I all. I had pleathered pants, guys. Oh, I had silver vinyl. Oh, like, but that's yeah. They were like kind of bell-bottomy kind pants. of things. It should. Um, so you remember the baggy clothes. I... Remember, well, I was discussing that I remember that the team, the cool team's name was Team X Blades, which I, for at first, went Team F X Games. Team X Games. 
Uh, but yeah. Oh, and that guy who always looked like he smelled something really gross is like the bad guy. Yeah, Val. Yeah. Wow. I like that you remembered his name because I sure as hell didn't. What I've learned today is that if Maria finds a guy attractive, he's probably kind of a douche (laughs) or a bad guy. (laughs) Like, Like you like the bad guys. Uh, that's cool. But Eric's not a bad guy in this movie. He's not a bad guy in this movie. movie. But he was in Princess Diaries, Mm -hmm. so... But he can change guys. Yeah, he can. He really, he always kind of plays someone who's stupid, though. Which, he, like, has that, like, surfer boy thing. Like, if you think about it, in So Weird, he was kind of stupid. He was the brother's best friend. Mm -hmm. And in this, I mean, he's a skater, and he's, like, he's well-intentioned, but... Kind of stupid. It's uh, like Dumbo with a heart of gold type mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. I think is what it is. And So we'll find out if Maria still finds Eric Von Denton attractive. <laughs> well. Eric probably still needs a few books in his life. Yeah, <laughs> probably. probably. He, he hasn't done a whole lot. He was the voice of Sid in uh, Toy Story 3. Like that one line, that was Eric Von Denton, in case you're wondering. Aw. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Like, oh, you yeah. know, being in, being a... In, one line in of Toy a Story three, yeah, Toy not Story in three. the other two Toy Story. I don't. I think it was someone else different. I don't. Yeah, I think. Well, I think it was a child. Yeah. Well, um, it could have been him though, as a child. No, because he was like, uh, IMDb. It. I mean, we'll figure it out we'll, after the movie. We'll tell you if it was in fact Eric Von Dutton in Toy Story one and two is Sid, but he has not done a whole lot lately. Well, what I remember from Brink is nothing really except that they're <laughs> called Soul Skaters. Oh yeah. I remember Soul Skaters, and so I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to seeing how one skates with their soul, and not for, you know, the glory, the money, money. that like the X team, X, Team X-Blades, Team X-Blades, they want the money, don't we all? Well, they want the cool, the cool gear, I think is what it was, the cool gear was like status in the skating world in the 90s. Also, oh, but was skating cool in the 90s? It was for a brief moment in time. Because of the movie, or like, was it actually a Well, thing? I think it was. I can't remember. I think it was. So. We're watching the Disney Channel original movie Brink that aired in 1998 and taught us all that if we just tried hard enough, maybe we would not fall on our ass. Although I totally would. I would too. Yeah. I would and I did. Yeah, not a rollerblader type person. You weren't a soul skater? Well, I mean, I was a soul skater. It doesn't mean I was good. There was but a song. I sold out of my this heart. song. There, there's a song in this movie that I'm just remembering, like that was really popular. There was a music video, and it just came into my head. And it's like, I'm going to get under your skin sooner or later. It's called sooner or later. Okay, so this okay. is a thing, right? This is in the movie. I'm not going crazy. It's this like. By Fatboy Slim or oh man maybe I'm really Fatboy Slim would want to do a Disney Channel original movie it's movie. Disney yeah money yeah. money money from Disney um that Disney money we'll that's double sweet, check sweet. on that one yeah too. so I I'm, would love some of that I'm sweet, going sweet to get Disney really excited because I'm assuming I will have had like two of these drinks <laughs> in me by the time that comes on I don't know when it is but I just I vaguely remember a music video involving rollerbladers and that song and it's just like really rock and roll like I am gonna get under your skin sooner or later we need to edit that <laughs> i don't know I, I don't think we should i don't think so either i think i think that's how the song goes <laughs> uh so i'm i'm just amazing we are very excited for you to come along in this journey our first journey and watching brink do we have any last words before we delve into this oh yes if you would like to watch brink and actually we absolutely recommend that yes. you watch brink 
before even listening to this, pause it, we'll wait, we'll still be here. You can find it on Amazon, you can purchase it for $5.99, it is not available to rent. But $6, I think, is a pretty reasonable price. I know you can find it probably on YouTube as well. You're just not going to get as good of a quality. And when it comes to Brink, you want quality. You want the quality. You want to be able to see the beads of sweat dripping off Aaron Von Den- Von Denton's brow. Um, Ugh, I feel kind yeah. of... And you and, will watch this many times. Oh, yeah. you will. You need this as a we're, part of your library. We're very excited that these are movies we now will own. <laughs> yes. These yes. are movies that we are owning. Let's, uh, let's begin. All right. Without further ado, we'll see you on the other side. Come, Come on! So we just watched Brink. <laughs> um, just as epic as I remember it. It was it was an it was a roller coaster. Not just because there were roller coasters behind them in most of the scenes. There's <laughs> like, a lot of roller coastery sounds. A lot of a lot of roller coastery events in your living room. And emotions. There were a lot of roller coastery emotions. Roller coastery yeah. emotions. I I especially on the part of Brink's dad. I felt like he was a very layered character that we I really wish we had delved into more in the film. There was film. not enough character development for Yeah, because he was angry, and then he was angry more, and then he was, like, for some reason understanding, and then he was more understanding, and then he was happy. But why? Who is he as a man? Like, what's going on in that head of his? All right, so let's start out. We just finished Brink, um, <laughs> which their slogan is, It takes a champ to stay in line. So it had Walter, he's got the Boom Jones, or... See, I call them Walter Boomer Jones. That's good, too. I just like, he's got the boom. Yeah, he does. He's got that boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Sorry, that was... And I was incorrect. He was not part of the soul skating team. He, just, he was he had on the, Team he, x Blades. He just felt like he should be on soul skating. But yeah. in the end, he was a true soul skater. Like in, the, in his heart was... Both a Power Ranger and a Soul Skater. Yes. Indeed. indeed. Exactly. All right. Well, that was good. I mean, that's it. I think that's all we have to say about this movie, right? Then yep, we don't. That's it. We definitely don't have three pages of notes. The boy killed it. I mean, he he, he was the true star of the movie. In my I opinion, he was as well. great. I wanted more of him. I actually did want more of like, him. Like I wanted at we least want two more scenes. Like, we want more. I liked how he was the first person Brink hugged after like the en- at the end, and I was like. I feel like your friendship hasn't developed enough for that to be a thing that happened. It was more like I hurt my, I fell on my leg and you stopped racing to check if I was okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's enough to really develop a deep, abiding friendship. Well, the only thing he ever said to Brink was, Brink, I don't get you, man. He's like, like nobody he... does. <laughs> I love that. It's like, I'm pretty sure we all kind of get you. You sort okay, of, bro. you lay yourself yeah. out. You're not that layered. Um, Maybe I w- like third or four. I would also like to say, in the first five minutes, sooner or later it came on, I was completely correct in how that song went. Yes, you were. And yes. it is by the band Fastball, which yeah. I think that's probably the only thing they did that yeah. was of any sort of popularity that would resonate in a mind for... 18. And he's always so happy, which his father seems to hate. Well, yeah. His dad does not like any emotion he feels. He's like, you're too happy. I hate No kid should be happy, that happy all the time. It's like, wow. Ralph Brinker. I feel like (laughs) every quote. (laughs) I feel like every parent is probably just like, no, I wish my kid was even remotely like that happy. I Uh, mean, I do. 
I um, would want I want my children to be that happy. Also, but... speaking of the happiness, I feel like a big reason he was so happy was all the slang. Like, choreness, lateness, uh, oh, I have it. Nunya, bummin', fat, fat dope, dope, be rad. right back, begging. Rad, rad, rad. rad. Uh, um, split for the pad. Oh, God. There was like, there were some oh. skating terms that I just wanted to be like, is that an actual term? Is that a thing that any, like, rollerblader ever said? See, here's the thing. I believe that you had a table full of late 20s to mid 30s people who were like, what do cool kids say? Fat. They definitely. say fat. They say beef. Rad. Like, beefin. Beefin? Who's got They did the a beef? lot of ness. Lateness. Um, yeah, lateness. Chorness. Um, well, it was when... Brink was explaining to his dad that he was ragging on, uh, that Val was ragging on his team, so they had to beef, uh, they were like taking the beef oh, out. Oh, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. It was such a weird dialogue, and I, I'm glad we had subtitles on at that point. Yeah. We gave up on like trying to understand what they were saying. We and turned subtitles the subtitles on, on it was five minutes. Um, they had a beef, and so we had a beef right back, and they had to battle, and then we had to battle. I just like that. And then we had to battle, because obviously we had to vote for rollerblading race in the school. It was like, I don't understand. Why can't they wait till, like, lunch? Well, here was something that maybe I'm, maybe it was something that did not carry over because I'm old, but <laughs> old. at the very beginning, well, I'm older. I'm 18 years older than I was when I was <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. That, that's fair. That's fair. But, so at the Meaning very... you were at least 18. Yes. <laughs> At least, um, so they uh, they're doing that little racing down to the to the pit. The pit is where they do their practice, and they're jumping over tables and people are eating. And I'm like, this is unnecessary, guys. You can skate around the people. Jumping over tables just rude. seems rude. Right? It's rude. Super rude. Yet they have no respect, youths. Use, use, use. But at the same time, during that sequence, it reminded me of what high school kind of felt like. It was like carefree and nothing mattered. And we were really pissing off everyone. Care about anybody but yourself. We're invincible, damn it. Yeah. Invincible. Sitting at a restaurant for six hours and only ordering coffee. Or ordering a milkshake and then having someone throw it on someone else and just not cleaning it because someone else will do it. Uh, that's, that's some foreshadowing. Oh, um, Gabriella as a feminist, Uh, as a feminist icon, um, I, I really enjoyed that. The fact that she was like, I do what I do. Yeah, and her mom actually, I mean, she wants her to wear that dress that went through, but for her, her mom seems to really respect that her only friends are boys, and... She is getting hurt rollerblading and stuff, and she just she worries for her, she's but she cool loves mom. her. She's, yeah. she's a cool mom, and who is like a first generation like immigrant from Peru. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty. That was pretty ahead of the time. Well, I and she's like. like, oh, hey Brink, just come go into, into my back, daughter's room, room, and I'll leave you guys alone. It's dark. I'll leave you alone to talk. Yeah. I I just could not even imagine any of my parents being like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, my I'll take my With friends. any of my male friends. I, uh, I mean... I mean, I, I think I still let my friends come and hang out in my room, but I'm not sure my parents were terribly excited about that. Well, male friends, it was leave the door it's a open. a little different, yeah. And lights weren't turned off. Yeah, she, it was, she was dark. A, she was asleep, like... In bed. Yeah, you it, know, it's weird. Pajamas. It's kind it of an weird. intimate moment that... 
no mother would normally let a 16 <laughs> yeah. year old boy in. But, all right. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yes, yeah. we are skipping ahead now. People are going to be like, wait, Gabriella was asleep and Brink came into her room in a mysterious fashion? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, so I really like, I was reminded with this that the Disney Channel had a select like number of actors that they just used in everything mm-hmm. with that whole, uh, because the guy who played Val was also in Escape to Witch Mountain with Eric Von Denton, but then also Eric Von Denton and the guy who played Peter we're in so weird together. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's just this thing of everyone was in these movies together and they were like differently linked, but I was like, that must have been like a family. They, they still have... do that. Yeah. yeah, they still do it, but it felt like it was a little bit, there were fewer shows and fewer movies, and so mm-hmm. it was a lot it more It was a prevalent. lot of cross, mm-hmm. like, yeah. everything. Even Katie was in Smart House. Well, she got Smart sister. House, yeah, and then she, I mean, she's, yeah, play, playing Angie, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the principal, actually, I looked it up, he was the dad in Even Stevens. He was the dad in Even Stevens, mm-hmm. all right. I mean, he's only on for, like, three seconds, but it's so obvious that he's yeah. on mm-hmm. other Disney. So it was foreshadowing of, this guy will play an important uh, role in the early 2000s for us. Just you wait! Yeah. You hold on four years, and boy, will you be excited. So, I had a question for everyone. Yes, ma'am. So, at the very beginning, sponsors are bad, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the idea of corporate sponsors are bad, but you're like in the dream of dreams with the soul skaters, you want to be the sponsor of your own of your own like, destiny. Yeah. So, like technically popping well, well, we'll we'll get back to that. We'll get back to the to the very end and the team name, I think. Because that is probably because that is pretty big. Let's let's talk about Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy the coach. Jimmy. Oh god. The promoter. Okay, so Jimmy. So for for some backstory, Jimmy is the corporate sponsor of Team X Blades, and Jimmy is in three scenes, but three scenes too many, and definitely gives off this vibe of creep, creepy, molestery, molestery, like. It's confusing, one, why he's sponsoring this team. Like, what's in this for him? Also, what his connection to Val is a lot of the time. They seem to have a very tight bond. It's very sketchy. Yeah, it's very sketchy. And also, his office has really creepy, like, Dexter-style lighting. Black light, Where it's just like, this is unnecessary. And he just gets very creepy. And he gives off a creepy vibe. And the entire time, when he's, like, talking about the cash that he'll give him. And also, him giving him just cash. Straight cash. Not a check. It's, it's. Just, it's like, wadded hey. up cash, too. It's not... It's like it's slip not like, of the hand. It's not like, an envelope. It's like, here is a folded up $200. Like, and we can just... Maybe we can hang out. Maybe we can I'll hang out. I'll get some beers and, you know... And we'll, we'll just massage. talk and we'll have some fun. We'll like, see don't you where the night goes. Yeah, let's just see where it goes. Yeah. Ooh, uh, so Jimmy is the sponsor, and I feel like he represents all that is wrong with, with competitive skating. Really. I mean, there's just because we know a lot about competitive skating. Because it's filled with competitive inline skating. It's filled with child molesters and And corporate sponsors, evil corporate, evil corporate. It's bad. It's It's just bad. Well, the thing I find so funny is apparently none of those people on Team X flights are having fun. There's this idea of like fun. What's that? My soul is dead. Well, you have soul skaters and then. Anti soul 
no soul, no, no soul, soul. No lack of soul, lack of soul, because they just their souls shriveled soul up and died once Jimmy got a hold of them. Yeah. So is Jimmy a representation of the devil? Is that what we're actually like saying here? Jimmy might be the representation of like the devil, and he's he's he's, he's taking and he's taking their souls so they can have be good he, skaters. Well, I mean, I he might be behind that. closed doors. Give we don't him that know. Full satisfaction, though. He's a bad guy, though. I There's mean, something going on there. Yeah, definitely Poor something going on. Super. Special. Um, I have written down just one word. It says Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. I had that too. I had that too. I, I wrote whole homeschool Mormon. Homeschool Mormons. <laughs> homeschool Mormons. Uh, yeah. I I'll look it. into that. I just love that the only reference to homeschooling was with Mormons and like. I don't think I even understood what Mormons were when this movie came out. No, so I was so I would confused. Have never How, thought about it. I mean, yeah, the joke just—I think the joke was written by the writers for them. Like they just yeah. were enjoying that. Yeah. They were ahead of the curve. Those those, uh, those writers of decons. Where like, I was just like Mormons. Why? I'll look into. But that. question: Why is it only Mormons get homeschooled? What's with the Mormons getting a bad rap on that? I. I all Mormons I know went to high school. Every Mormon and, that I know. Yeah. And the only person I know that was homeschooled, who will not be named, is not Mormon. And may or may not be instrumental in the production of this So we podcast. love homeschool people. Homeschool kids <laughs> we are We love are homeschool people. Shit. They are the <laughs> best people that have ever existed. My favorite people are homeschooled. They are totally socially uh, conscious. Of and with it. it. They're with They it. are with it. They definitely can spell. <laughs> they can spell. Oh. <laughs> they know how to punctuate. Oh, oh, it started wow. raining. Whoa. Welcome to Seattle. It was sunny when we got here. Yes, indeed. See, I have a line. Let me. I wrote Gabrielle in a dress. And then I wrote, girls have more than one dimension. Because it seemed yeah. like the friends were like, you're a girl. That's the worst what? thing in the world. We just realized that you are a female. But it's like, she's always been pretty, like. And she's hot. Like, she's hot in baggy clothes. She's hot in overalls. She's a total she's, babe. She's, she's damn hot. Fine. And she, um, she, I mean, she's made a big deal out of saying that she is female so her in a dress shouldn't be that shocking i, I suppose it's more just that she's not comfortable in it and that's i think that's the just thing not that, her thing but, and it's just not her she thing looked, and that's her hair was really pretty i didn't like the dress but yeah. i have to say the only romantic it was moment 1998 it's true oh. yeah. so no one's cute. hair was great in that movie uh that one guy whose hair that skateboarder whose hair just would not well, pause on the hair for a second gabrielle had the best one-liners on the whole She movie. definitely did. She definitely did. It was... Um, I, I, I was like, I'm sure you wrote them down. She goes... She says to Brink, today I'm gonna... Or, did I wake up this morning and say, today I'm gonna talk or today I'm gonna skate? Well, because she... Was well, awesome. she Wasn't she repeating him from the beginning of the movie? Like, because she was mad at him and she was like, you do, no, in the, at the bus stop, because Jordy was all like, oh, no, guys, I want to skate to the beach. And he's like, Jordy, did you wake up this morning and say... Uh, something or today I'm gonna skate. I, I think. It, oh, yeah. Well, she her back in the space. Yeah, and it was such a zinger though. Yeah. Like cause she was like, you used to have a soul, and now you don't. Well, you and then sold when out. you sold out. When the X Blades shorty guy. Oh my god. <laughs> that was so good. That was deep. That was deep. Everything I say is deep. The mm-hmm. X Blades short guy was like, oh, did they mistake you for? 
a man. Oh, do, yeah, do, uh, uh, doing an it? impression of, like, uh, are you just doing an impression of a guy? And yeah. she's like, are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, so that was really like, good. Drop the uh, mic. <laughs> so good. Boom. There, yeah, she definitely was. And I have to say, the only romantic thing in this whole movie, and it wasn't mm-hmm. even romantic, but it was very sweet, very sweet, was when Val, being a douche, uh, threw Peter's shoes over, like, in the first day of school, and she gave him her shoes because she was gonna need her because she was gonna change into normal clothes. Out of and her then, dress. And out of the dress, she was like, "I was gonna change into normal clothes, but if you don't lace them up, I think they'll fit you." It was just very adorable. Here's the thing, though, the she did change into normal clothes. She did. She was wearing, but no, she just was wearing the, the silly she shoes. Silly shoes. Wearing, she was yeah. wearing silly shoes or whatever it was. It was. They were like kitten heels or something yeah. stupid that belonged in the nineties. What cut? Oh, the worms in the sandwich. Earthworms. They went into the sandwich. They did not look real. They changed colors. They were no longer brown. They were a very pinkish. They actually looked like something else that grossed me out more. That's just such a movie thing to do, though. I mean, did you guys ever see a prank like that in high school? No. 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 Who would do something like that? But also, can we talk about the teacher who is just such a bitch? Oh, I have. I have. Teacher's a bitch. I do too. (laughs) Get over it. Her Uh, name is Bonnie Hellman. I looked up the actress's name. Bonnie Hellman, your teacher portrayal is kind of bitchy. Get over it. (laughs) I just love that she told the student to get over that he thought he saw a bug. Oh, and the the cutest sign ever, the don't be a wuss. That was cute. Don't be a wuss. Which doesn't sound... That doesn't sound like anything to anyone who didn't just watch it, but it was pretty adorable when it happened. The four of them each held up a sign that said, don't, don't be, be well, a wuss. And it was this whole thing of, like, if you rat someone out, you're a wuss, because yeah. apparently they, like, ratted him out, except they didn't. They just, they lied. They, it was just lying, well, no, ostensibly. No, 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 they did. No, because... they didn't rat him out, because he was never bad-mouthing the skateboarders. They just told the skateboarders said something. Oh, which was true. He didn't Wasn't say it? anything. No, he never said anything. No, he about never said anything about them. He, he lied. Oh, he, did he, it to them. he just wanted to mess off. with them because they got he got him out of the pit. So but he's yeah. kind of like, screw you, dude. So when the dad, so Brink gets suspended from school for the rest of the day, which really isn't a suspension. He just got sent home for the rest of the day because he he just raced. got slapped on the wrist because Whatever. they raced the inline skating race. I mean, I would have thought that it m- maybe something more severe would have happened because Boomer got hurt. Boomer got Boomer hurt. Got hurt badly. Boomer got hurt for like and was out for a for the month. rest of the movie. Like, well, he and which was which was like three weeks. So I know. Let's, let's be fair. Let's be it was three weeks. But that's um that's a substantial amount of time to be on crutches mm-hmm. and nobody got in any trouble no. at all. That seems kind of messed up. But there were... So, Brink and Father Brink. Ralph, uh, Mr. Brinker. Ralph Brinker. Ralph Brinker. Ralph Brinker. Oh, and the mom. I wrote, good mom slash wife. Because she was a good... she's she, amazing. She's great. She, we don't understand why she's with Ralph Brinker. Until the end, when he... Ralph Brinker does that he wonderful redeems one himself. But uh, I... Okay, can I just explain that for 30 minutes of the movie, my notes are, lone guitar sadness... Fell off a beam, rapey Jimmy, abusive stepfather, groupies? Question mark. <laughs> That's like my notes for thirty minutes because I spilled punch all down myself. <laughs> oh my god, that was, that was great. So that I spilled great. punch. Um, I have in my notes like Brink sad zitar music? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, what was auditioner that? guys are huge and old. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, two hundred dollars a week. <laughs> yeah, because you make. $200 a week when you're on a uh, corporate sponsored team. 
yes, you're yes. wondering. And and, two, an extra no two hundred dollars in cash. No parental supervision. None of your business. None of your business. And Peter's stepdad, Jerry. Mm-hmm. What? Peter's stepfather, Jerry. We never abusive, met him. I wrote an abusive stepfather. I wrote abusive stepfather as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, I wrote that people were kind of mean to Jordy because they were like, "You're a nerd. Shut up." I also loved. I also wrote he friendship was... cake. <laughs> yeah, Jordy, Jordy Baker. I was. love how Jordy was the. I, I was just noticing in that whole home at class, they're all wearing aprons, but Jordy's the only one and wearing an elaborate chef. chef. They have like flour and chocolate all over their faces. Mm. How can you ever get that messy? I that has thing. never happened. I don't know. I think I could. Pro- I could probably do it. Guys, did guys. you not see how much punch was on me? Uh, I I think that Val is just always has always been jealous of Brink. Like and even is. before he knew Brink was better. Yeah, he always knew that Brink was better than him. Also, then later on, when Brink has to get a job, and then so he's wor- he's he's lying to his friends about being on Team Exploits because he's on Team Exploits now, two hundred dollars a week Team Exploits, and he's doing Soul Skaters, and then his dad gets him a job at Poppin' Pop Suds. Uh, then I wrote montage of an overworked teenager. And I wrote, I work harder than this kid every day. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, it's 7 o'clock. I got to wake up, go to school. I work for an hour and a half. He worked from 2.30 to 4. Then I got to skate with one team, skate with another. Then I go home and someone else cooks for me. Being a teenager is really hard. Or it also reflects on, wow, the things we thought were hard when we were teenagers. Mm, Yeah. That makes me sad. Really, I was just, I just really couldn't get over the fact that he only worked from 2.30 to 4. I was like, he's working two hours. Or no, an hour and a half. I like, I wish, I wish that was my job. I work an hour, I go in, I work an hour and a half, I go home. God, man, life would be really... I mean, I, I, mean, wonder, I would be homeless, Well, but. I also wonder, like, how much is he making for an hour and a half of work in 1998? Probably four twenty-five an hour. Yeah, so he's making... And, so, and Well, that would... Yeah, you know, 98, it was like four twenty-five an hour minimum wage. Yeah, so At least in Montana. It was. I mean, in yeah, Montana, let's, 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 let's talk about like California. California. It was probably like eight. It was probably like six or seven, maybe. I'm going to say idea. six or seven is yeah. probably really important. I guess I'm really just hoping for more. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, I also, uh, after that I write, Creepy Jimmy, $200, not bad for a day's work. And then I wrote, two steps above sketchy. And then I wrote, no wait, no definitely sketchy. <laughs> I have the weirdest note here. It says, sad guitar slash daughter is a dog. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> That's my note too. I wrote. Oh, you write. Ralph Brinker. You, you just know Ralph how to. Brinker. When he says he doesn't know anything about dogs and can't work at Puffin Suds, he's like, well, you watch your sister, don't you? She, first off, he compares. She's like, she's like a nine-year-old girl, and she's much smarter than most of the people yeah. in this movie. Yeah. So let's give Katie some credit that Go she Katie. eventually went on to the Au Pair series. So she obviously did a little bit better than everyone. She did Smart House, and she did Au Pair, and she's fine. Oh, and for those who were wondering. Eric Von Denton was the voice of Sid in Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 3. He was not in Toy Story 2. Because Sid was not in Toy Story 2. Yeah. Also, Val and his short blonde henchman, Douche Dad. Um, I don't know why I wrote that, but I'm sure there's a, a reason. Douchebag. And then I, I wrote, Super Hearing. Oh my god, I cannot get over this. When they would walk up and it was like they heard the entire conversation. There is no way in hell that they heard this conversation. <laughs> They're slowly like, walking at up. At the pier. 
It would be like if I went outside. Mm-hmm. Outside of my apartment, you guys were having a conversation, and I walked in just joining the conversation. Yeah, it was and you guys just would not be like, realistic. How did you hear what I was saying? I would just assume I was Mike Towers. Yeah. Yeah. And then the most racist line in the entire movie Go back to, to Mexico. Mexico. I wrote Val is a racist. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriella is from Peru, and they bring up that she is from Peru. And my favorite line that she says after that is, I'm from Peru, estupido. <laughs> Which I remember actually from my childhood. <laughs> I'm from Peru, you estupido. And she, I like that you're doing a Fair head step. shake. I'm pretty sure you're actually, you're establishing a um, So I did have a question. Yes, ma'am. And that I wrote down. Why didn't he, meaning Brink, explain to them, meaning his friends, that he needed money? He does. Before, I mean, before any of the bad stuff happens. I feel like he could have been like, hey, Peter, Jordy, Gabriella, shit's going really bad with my family, and we really need money, and I need your guys' help because you're my friends. I think I might need to join... 16 years old. Uh, yeah. It's because I'm he's 16 years old and logic and is at can't communicate a window. When I was 16 years old, I'm pretty sure I was a dumbass. <laughs> oh, I also wrote on Val, backwards hat, gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the hair. So I feel like every 10 years, long hair on dudes comes back into style. Which is why right. I'm seeing man buns right now. Yes, which mm-hmm. is why you're seeing man buns. Curse you, man buns. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Oh my I'm going to reference yes. that. That's when long hair was really popular yep. on dudes. Mm-hmm. And 1998 is when long hair was popular was on that dudes. So it's, like, so it's was like, that 2008? So I think it's like... Goblet of Fire? It's like yeah. every eight or nine years. It was like 2006. Yeah. It's like every, every like eight seven to years. ten, give or take. We're just every, every 15 to 20. 26 years, long hair is popular. There are certain years where long hair is... And normally they end with an 8 or a 6, in case you're wondering. (laughs) But Val's hair is excellent. I think he has great hair. I think a lot of girls... said no one ever? Okay, a lot of girls would be envious of his luscious locks. I was going to say that... (laughs) They look crazy to me. I believe that Val is a horrible human being as a character. He's awful. But, like, there was a part of me that was like... When I was that age, I totally would have thought he was hot. Mm-hmm. I would have. And I was like, wow, that says a lot about me as a teenage girl. You know what says a lot about me as a teenage girl is I would have been attracted to Peter. <laughs> the nerdy guy where I, at a certain point, was like... Because he's a great friend. He's yeah. a great friend. And he's, well, and he's, he's adorable. Just, he's adorable. He's, he's adorable. A, he's adorkable. And I liked nerdy boys. You're into the nerdy boys. i the let, douchey guys. Let's, let's just explain that nothing has changed. I'm still into nerdy boys and you're still into douchey guys. Yeah. On rare occasions, I still I will date a douchey guy. I Actually, like, I, I always date long-term a douchey guy. I like but. nice guys <laughs> that have the potential to be both douchey and nerdy and are complex human beings. Sorry, Anthony, you're just, you're too complex for us. He's a complex Marie human being and doesn't belong in one box. Uh, wow, Preach. I think you're making up for me telling him that it was good for him to be silent and in the corner. Well, uh, last <laughs> Anthony, you are fantastic and a wonderful human being, and I think you're great. We love yeah. you, Anthony. We love He's you, great. Anthony. He's great. Anthony's the going to be our silent partner. <laughs> mm-hmm. He is. He's well. He's silent but watching ever. He even hangs out while I'm editing the podcast oh. and tells me what sounds good or not. Oh, we're all so smart. he's just like cut Adair out. <laughs> just cut. <laughs> 
Cut her out. Cut the bitch out. Cut the bitch out. <laughs> Anthony secretly hates me. <laughs> I think he actually likes you. Which is weird because you're super mean. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, oh, I wrote down something. Oh, good. I, I, you I wrote down a lot of things. I wrote things. down a lot of things. Also, I wrote, I hate Val. But that was something else. Uh, and Val is a racist. But, um, no love for Val It was today. the Disney parent formula, hot wife slash not hot husband. Yeah. Because if you look at a lot of the Disney Channel, who's he, what's it, the movies, the TV shows, everything, you have attractive... And smart. You have attractive, smart woman and bumbly, oafy, not as attractive husband. Yeah. And... Normally, like, a man's man. Uh, A foreman of a construction site, possibly. Possibly. Sorry, I'm relating to this race dad construction firm. Sorry, so so the Disney Channel parent formula, you're saying? Yes, but it's just it's just what they do. So you have um, Brink's mom is very pretty, and Brink's dad is not hardworking, level-headed mom. Yeah, and you've got Ralph Brinker who's just all over the place. Well, he's on disability. Un- he's feeling a lot of feelings. Yeah, he's got a lot of feelings going on. All I could think of is like he's a construction foreman and she's a real estate agent, and I would think that the two of them. Could like go in on some sort of businessy type of thing. They could like do something together because they're sort of in very similar sort of line of, of business. I mean, there's a there's a similar trajectory for right. both of them, yes. and they could have made that work. But this is the nineteen like ninety eight scenario of separate but equal. Mm-hmm. You can't be partners in it. No, no, no. no. Um, but. <laughs> For separate but equal and in marriage, um, <laughs> which is surprising that divorce rates were are so There's high. There's always a settler and a reacher. Yes, that and is know true. Who it is in this scenario. It's I true. think that's how most people do. Oh, uh, father son talk. Oh, I just wrote uh, save money by stop buying sta- skates. <laughs> there um, were two. Yeah, two there father were two. son talks. Yeah, the the first one. The first one. I felt no feels for it. It was super awkward. It was like, not hey, I didn't write any notes about it. Hey, yeah. son. I didn't either. It was like, hey, son, I hate everything about you, but if you want to talk, well, yeah, I'm I, here. I didn't yeah. like that because he was like, I'm always here to listen. It's like, well, you're not because you don't like him as a person. You're mad when he's, because he gets angry that he's too happy. He gets angry that he's too sad. And I like that his wife calls him out on that because it's just ridiculous. I'm like, maybe you're the unhappy person. Maybe you're just a bitter, bitter person right now. And that's Beautiful. my feelings about Beautiful. that. Um, that's more me just projecting well, at this Well, the second point. talk, I wrote father-son talk, generic, didn't really say anything at all. Because it was seemed very generic, and, like, the only thing he said was, like, you be you, dude. Yeah. You be you. For sure. And then <laughs> they have the big race where Gabriella gets hurt, and I wrote overall, uh, overall, like, bib overalls, or, like, Denim overalls, <laughs> overall wind resistance, and then I said that there was a pensive stare down post Gabriella crashing because Brink and Val don't say anything to each other, but they make the most awkward, consistent stares. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Um, and then they're in the garage, and Brink is very sad because of the fact that Gabriella is hurt, and there's all these rollerblades. It's just like you could sell these. Like, if you're worried for money, like, there's a lot of roller skates. The father-son talk, uh, the second one, was great in that you find out what his career was. Because you know he fell off of a beam, but you don't really understand 
what happened. But uh, they talk about that in the beginning. But uh, he was a construction foreman and really loved being a construction foreman. Like, that shit was his life. And then he decided that being a construction foreman is not who I am. It's what I do. And that is the most poignant line in and that entire then he says, movie. You are defined by the company you keep and how you keep it. Yes, that's true. Which it was like, I wrote, why is dad so nice? I, would, I was skeptical about dad being nice. So I was like, why is he being cool now? And it was because they were like, oh, okay, we had asshole dad. Now we need nice dad. Yeah. There true. was really no true transition with that. Oh, I wrote A-A-I-L-S championship because it seemed really weird that that's what Brink said. He's like, God, Dad, I got the A-A-I-L-S championship. And it was like, what does that even stand for? I was was definitely trying to work it out in my head and I couldn't figure it out. I thought like all American inline skating. Inline skating is the ALS. So maybe all American. I thought all American inline skating or something like that. I think they probably just put a bunch of letters together and were like, no one will figure us out. Oh, also, I wrote, Peter is like poor man's Jason Ritter. <laughs> I just wrote, is Peter not good at skating? Because yeah. every time they practiced, Peter There's, was just like big on him all the or, time. But, or his skates broke. Like, but, I'm like, then, but then he was like so good, good. in the, in the tournament. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, let's go, well, let's go to the tur- tournament. Brink is back on the team because let's, he sponsored it. But how are they in the championship when they didn't compete in the Invitational? Well, they even say the Invitational is just is just rehearsal for the championship. But so anybody the, can go into in the, the championship. It, but in the championship, they say the top ten teams, right? Well, Whoa. apparently Disney did not research they didn't, their, they didn't the fluidity do their, of their, their dialogue. Yeah. Wow. Because um, that threw me off. I was like, top ten teams of what? The city? The District, so, being county? totally unqualified, this team gets to the championship. Yeah. Um, they Brink didn't even sponsor- have a full team. Brink sponsors it. And he- so they're Suds. Team Poppin' Suds. Four months' wages. I did the math. So, assuming he I just did, I did Montana. Montana minimum, minimum wage, four twenty-five an hour back in 1998. Um... Four months' wages would have been because he only worked an hour and a half a day. Mm-hmm. Was five hundred and ten. And that's assuming he worked every day, which I highly doubt. I worked five days a week. Five yeah. days a week. He had weekends off. He yeah. worked five days a week. He made five hundred and ten dollars for four months. And so that that's was apparently a- how much it cost to buy four pairs of Finland skates and shirts. Yeah, and, and the t-shirts and, and, the, and, well, and cool little purpley. Some yeah, those were cute. I like the, that I like color. them a lot. I like that's the color. We were really big fans of those helmets. Um, so they're Team Poppin' Suds now, and Brink is going back. But when I remember watching the movie as a kid, yeah. I thought it was Puff and Suds, which I kind of like better. But yeah, I agree. But then, then you think it'd be called like a smoke shop. That would be the name of a smoke shop. Oh, Puff and Suds, <laughs> which I'm sure, I'm sure it is. Um, Trademarking that. Right and now. then mm-hmm. I wrote. Gabriella is magically healed. <laughs> I know she has like no she scabs. She has no scabs. Anymore. She has no bandit. Like nothing. It's just like wow. I'm really glad that I was worried about you and that you caused so much conflict. Uh, so I wrote skate better. Skate better. <laughs> skate better. That was great. Good old mom. She's so smart. Also, I wrote. Wouldn't it make sense to wear tighter clothes? 
I wrote pretty boy dumb face. EVD? <laughs> uh, is that who we're talking about? Uh, EVD, yeah, or of course. Pretty boy boy. And then I wrote Team G Force question mark. I wrote that too. <laughs> okay, but how old were those dudes they on Team G Force? So they I, looked like they were 30. And I'm also going to say that that guy falling down, he looked dead. Like, he, make it less I dramatic. I thought he was dead. Like, I wrote kid die question lit. mark and then I erased it because he wasn't dead. <laughs> but like, they made it very dramatic. And then I Ew, he was down for a and while. And I wrote weirdest thumbs up. Because yeah. like, the dad, he did a like thumb stamp. He did like a maybe at his dad, and then his dad's like, yeah, yeah. The, okay, so Brink's dad missed part of the competition because he went to go and meet with his boss. We were not sure if he would be employed or not. This is an ongoing thing. So Brink is a little concerned. His dad shows up, he's in the audience, and Brink does a thumbs up, and then he does a sideways thumbs up, which he kind of wiggles around and does a squinty face with, and then his dad's like, yeah, like, thumbs up, and Brink's like, yeah, and it was just the weirdest interaction between two people that I've ever seen. Like, but I loved it because Ralph Br- Brinker is the true hero of this movie. <laughs> Oh, the, the, un, the, the unqualified hero. <laughs> the unqualified uh, hero. Uh, a prank. I think. I think before we finish the competition, we need to go back to the milkshake to the face. Oh yeah, the oh, milkshake to the face. Yes. When Brink yes. officially leaves Team X Blades because uh, Gabriella got hurt because Val cheated by sabotage. He threw gravel on the road, which could have potentially killed Gabrielle. <laughs> they were going at she crazy, crazy speeds. Tied. She could have died. Like, Absolutely. oh my god. This oh my is god. not even a joke, dude. Nail biter. Pure what nail biter. the hell is wrong with you, Val? Because he's like... Val is psycho. Because he's like, what? And that's, what? And that's when there's the intense stare down. <laughs> yes, so, exactly. so Brink gets to be on team... Before he realizes he has a team to go to, he... He goes up to Val, and you explain the milkshake situation. On the Maria. boardwalk, they're on the boardwalk. <laughs> Where they're a lot, and there's a roller. Val got in fight a, on the boardwalk. There's a roller coaster on it. Yeah, which is and they, the roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. He's and with play. Team X Blades and the, and the X groupies. Blades groupies, and or the Scroopies as I call them. <laughs> Brink comes up and he's heard the conver- It's like he's been there for the whole conversation. He picks up the milkshake and throws it in her in Val's face. And at first, I'm like, is it strawberry or is it chocolate? I can't tell which At which first, flavor it when is. it went into his face, I saw chocolate. Yeah. But then... When they kind of showed it again, and his face was so scary. It <laughs> looked... Oh, God. I thought he was going to murder Brink. I thought he was going to stab him or something. I thought something. he was going to morph into, like, a monster. <laughs> like, something bad. Something bad is about to happen. <laughs> I still, I love that you guys knew that it was a chocolate chicken. I was just still like, it's strawberry. <laughs> okay, I was totally sure it was chocolate. Well, uh, but then Gabriella asks Brink about it. And she And it was funny because we were having that conversation yeah. when she asked it. Yeah. And I was like, no, it was strawberry. And you're like, like it was it's chocolate. 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 Drop the mic. Um, oh. So that happened. And so, so Val was out for blood. Yeah. Um, and I, I wrote... I really like just like the side guitar music that allows you to know how to feel. But then there was the ethereal vert music that sounded like very sad flashbacks. Yeah, during the the championship. Yeah, the vert music. Yeah, it was as if Val and the rest of Team X Blades -Blades was remembering what happened with Jimmy. Yeah, in the in in that backlit room. Yeah, how they earned that two hundred dollars. How they really earned. 
the 200. No, like. <laughs> but the music made me uncomfortable. I was really confused by it. I get, I guess, sad guitar music that plays whenever Brink's sad, but it was just, it was kind of Twin Peaks. But he wasn't supposed to be sad at that point because he's. He was pensive. I think they just don't. I think he's just got a dumb face, so they just are like, is like, he sad? Sure. Do, 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 yeah. do. Um, <laughs> it was like a montage of. Everyone yeah. playing, everyone uh, skating and yeah, things but it are just happening. Wasn't, yeah. it, it didn't work with the rest of the music. Well, especially with the, you I'm know? gonna get under your skin sooner or later. Which played twice in that movie, I would just it like just to point out. It didn't work with, work with the rest of the music. No, it didn't. And, but what did work was Peter's victory dance. Yes. I that love w- Peter. And a little dance at uh, the top of it was the... Just, it was just necessary enough. And also I wrote next to that, dreadlocks equal cool. I also have dreadlocks <laughs> equals cool. Every, there was <laughs> all the announcers. All the announcers at the different competitions mm-hmm. had yeah. dreadlocks. And they're different announcers. So clearly dreadlocks were a thing in 1998. Oh, they, they really were. I mean, uh, I think there's still a thing now. Well, my brother had, I think my brother had dreadlocks in 1998. Like, long ones. You can text him. We can wait. He's an attractive person. Let's find out. It's all right. Oh, oh, I wrote, I remembered the hay. So during the downhill race. Oh, yeah, I wrote the hay, too. Val, like, does some, like, slip slidey thing, goes through the hay. And I was like, oh, I remembered that. Yeah. I also remember thinking, fantastic. why is there hay? Um, well, it's to so it's to in case they fall. The I understand, but they had blocks for other things where it was like a thing that they could skate up on. Mm. But they just have these two blocks of hay. It's like that's clearly for someone to fall through. That's something. I wrote for that race though. Starting gun for rollerblade competition, which did not seem wrong. to fit for me. It's super wrong. Sorry, Maria, you were saying. Oh well, when I guess we haven't talked about what Brink does is he won't finish a race if someone else gets injured. We yeah, that's an ongoing that thing. Yeah, and Val does it, and he crashes into the hay to kind of sabotage Brink. Because he knew that it would happen. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, Val cheats a lot, Val especially in the blind cheater. turns. Like yeah. the blind turns, he was cheating a ton. But I loved the cameraman because they were like, "Did you get Did that? You get that? The yeah, whole I got thing. the." I was like, the whole thing. The whole thing. Oh my god. I wrote, cameraman, heart you. (laughs) Then I wrote, cheaters? Everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Because Brink went through the alley to get back on the race, which I'm not sure is is a legal way to go. But I mean, maybe in rollerblading, there are no rules. I mean, maybe... Hashtag soul skating. Hashtag soul skating. But also, when they're watching it on the big screen, all the the other people that Mm -hmm. were there for it... I was like, this is way too high tech for 1998. I agree. Right? I absolutely agree. It's the future. It was, I mean. The future is now. Yeah. They don't even have anything like that now. now. And it is 18 years later. Yeah. Nearly 20 years later. And they don't have that kind of stuff. Guys, I feel so old right now. Um, So I, and I have in really big caps that I wrote, because he won. I wrote in, I wrote best line team pup and subs suds grabs the championship. Yes. <laughs> um I also have And Goofy uh, Smile Freeze Rain. Oh, I have Goofy Smile Freeze as well. And I wrote, uh, people are really rude to Val. Like, here's the thing. I get that Val is a horrible human He's being. Kind of a smarmy and, little bitch. But like 
people were like, we should say, Boo, we hate <laughs> you. We're going to hurt you. I mean, like, they, they, I don't think anyone like threatens to cut him. It seemed like they were think... really upset with him. Yeah. And it was like, you guys weren't mad at him before. What changed your well, mind? Well, I think that's he was the a piece of crap before. With a Disney Channel original movie is we don't have very much to go off of. Like, their backstory, you know what I mean? Because I think Val went won the downhill last year, and so people are obviously going to be jealous of him and everything. I agree. But we don't have, you know, the Val Brink, like, I, hatred towards each jealousy. We mm-hmm. don't have that background. Well, I we think, don't have their friendship backgrounds enough to, No, you know. I get that. But I think the thing with Val is Brink was never a threat because Brink had no interest for a long time. They were mm-hmm. never desperate and so they didn't need Brink to come in and he also was more like, I'm not skating for competitions. Yeah. I think the threat of Brink coming and taking his glory and the uh, how that was a very real threat brought this really, I mean, he was always kind of a tool but it was this really douchey side and it just, he became self-destructive and that was why he was cheating and stuff. Yes. And this idea yes. of this, this having this person that's like, your, he's your antagonist. But he was but, always a cheater. Well, but I, I even know about that. Well, he, I think he was good and he had not, uh, he didn't have real competition. And then right, Brink so. comes along because when they were practicing, yeah. Brink does this like really awesome run and he's like, not good enough, do it again. Yeah. And it was like, what the hell is going on with you? Like, what's up with you? Mm-hmm. And it was obvious that he was just, you know, he needed to go to jelly school and <laughs> I loved that. Get over it. <laughs> I really loved when you're like, he needs to go, go to, to jelly, jelly school. school. Oh, wow. So now is is my time that I'm really excited about, which is we all had to come up with alternate titles of oh, this yes. movie. So none of us have heard what one another has thought up. And so I'm very excited to hear what you guys had to had to say about this. So Maya, what is your alternate title for Brink? My alternate title is Dads Are Missing or Abusive. <laughs> or Val is a Monster. <laughs> okay, Maria. Uh, Alright, actually I'll go. Mine is because of my love of Brink's dad and his complete 180 in this movie. My title is Ralph Brinker, not just a construction foreman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Well, I had I had a couple. Okay, go um, them. One was don't be a wuss. <laughs> that, that actually I really I like that. that. I kind of that actually like, probably would have been that, that could have been a good one. I would have been okay with that. And I wanted to do bro skating, like just mm. such a bro fest. It like, is a bro fest. I agree. But the true stars. Were Gabriella and Katie, I think. I feel movie. like the women were the, the women actually were the, the true the, the three women plus one bitchy teacher. Yeah, <laughs> um, they were actually well, Gabriella's mother as well. I mean, she yeah, she oh, was yes. she was great That's in true. that scene. Yeah, in that scene. But every female character, barring bitchy teacher, was amazing. Um, they were. So- um, you know, one thing I noticed when Come On Bring came on, and it was the credits, was they had more build, like pay build. Stunt skaters than they had actors. <laughs> oh, oh, I noticed that. Because it's so note. clear in every scene that it, it is it's not, not them. <laughs> I have a note that just says... I just like the idea of like this one husky guy being Peter. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah not realistic. Not realistic. <laughs> Did a great job at hiding the, <laughs> the faces. The, 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 the stunt double face. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I was watching Brink and I was trying to 
to catch the stuff. Yeah, we were going, face. there he is. <laughs> there and he is. they were really good at, like, tucking and mm-hmm. rolling and, like, keeping hands in the right positions. And yeah. it was fantastic. I, I think for 1998, they, they did a pretty that. decent job at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was well, definitely good. nowadays, they will... They would just put a like a computerized mm-hmm. mask on the person's face. And Fast like, and Furious yeah, Seven. Yeah. What are our final thoughts on this um, movie, you guys? Well, would we watch it again? Like, would we, barring this podcast, watch this movie again? That's Absolutely. Yes, one hundred percent for me. Oh, hands down. I mean, I think the reason. Like, can that... we do this next? Week? But I actually, I'm now, I'm feeling good about it. Yeah. Um. So what? I guess I'll start feelings about it based on. The fact that the last time I saw it was probably in, like, 99. I had forgotten most of the plot. I really actually am impressed with the feminist kind of motives of Gabriella and the mom. And Gabriella's mom, I just, I felt like there was a really great portrayal of intelligent, strong women. Mm-hmm. And that made me very happy. And that was something I feel like actually late 90s with Xenon and actually with several of their movies around then the women were strong and they weren't yeah. and there wasn't a, always a romantic entanglement the thing with xenon is there's a romantic entanglement so it's a little trickier but no so they, do. they don't uh but i liked that gabrielle was just a friend and that makes me happy and that's something i feel misses is missing from most movies mm-hmm. and so i liked that i liked the idea of the mom being supportive but not like aggressively pushing an agenda and so i was really surprised by how on top of their game that was i feel like some of their depictions of teenagers were a little off but you know so how do you feel though about it and (laughs) how did you feel about the movie i just i had such a good time it was so fun with disney channel movies less so than a lot of them the parents are not as awful as they usually are Um, And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that this was only the fourth Disney Channel original movie that was ever made. Yeah, true. It was before the big push of Disney Channel. uh, Yeah, so it was just like, oh, we're kids, we're scrappy things, and our parents are morons. So, you know, you had parents that tried but made mistakes, but they were still... parents. But they were still human and not like... Unlike in Smart House. Sorry, continue. They weren't, they weren't, <laughs> yes, thank you, thank Sorry. you, but they weren't Sorry. like goofy uh, caricatures of, of adults, Yeah. and so I appreciated that. Yeah, the parents As are a parent person. myself, yeah. I like that parents aren't just morons. It was fun. Yeah, it, was it was just fun. a fun And he's so happy, his like little goofy face. So, oh, so, and I couldn't, I just kept thinking, God, he was just so cute. He was. He still is cute. I mean, come on, guys. He's still I, cute. I'm sorry. I have <laughs> in not, that movie. I've not looked at a photo of him. I mean, recently. not right now, but in the movie, we still all think that he's I mean, cute. I, oh, I mean, but he's so young definitely. in this that I'm like, yeah. he's adorable. I'm not, like, attracted to him because... Yeah, I was having some issues with yeah. that. Yeah, I can't... That makes me feel uneasy. And he is older than me, but I would feel uncomfortable thinking about him that way in that movie. Um, Maria, as the true diehard Brink fan, though, what, how how do you feel? I mean, I think I actually, I'm going to confess, I did watch it on YouTube a while ago. Poor quality. Couldn't really pay attention to it because I couldn't even make out their faces. And I was um, drinking wine and building Ikea furniture. Good girl. <laughs> yeah. But um, I just still, I still buy it. I still buy the storyline. I buy the characters. And... I mean, a lot of Disney Channel original movies, you don't necessarily buy the acting or 
you know. Zetus Lapidus. Yeah, Zetus Lapidus. Like, sometimes it just doesn't work, and I think this movie still works for me, and I, I enjoyed it, and I think I will enjoy it. Go watch Brink if you haven't. I'm not sure what is stopping you. It's $6. Go watch it. Your life will be better for it, and you will enjoy listening to this so much more if you know what we're talking about. Uh, so yeah, I think that concludes uh, our this podcast of Disney Channel Original Friendship. <laughs>